I live in Indiana. And we are literally called the crossroads of America. There is nothing around me except for Hoosier National Forest, which is essentially gravel roads and some trees. So, quite frequently, I have to drive six, eight, ten hours away to get to, like, a slightly more exciting and maybe challenging national forest or dispersed campsite. A lot of the times I get asked questions from my friends, from my family, from, you know, people on the internet that watch my stuff. Man, how do you, like, how do you go eight hours away? How do you deal with that kind of a drive to and from a location, you know? How do you make it work? So what I'm going to talk about today is a couple different points around why I do those big long trips, how I do them, how do I make them work within like a normal, you know, nine to five work schedule? And like, how do I tackle that, the expense piece of it and, and justify the expense that comes with taking these longer trips? So let's dive into the reasons why you should drive more than six, eight hours away if you have to for a dispersed camping slash overlanding trip. All right, guys, welcome back. I'm Fletch with All Things Overlanding. As I mentioned in the intro, today I'm going to be talking about kind of why I take these longer trips and why I'm willing to drive six, eight, ten hours away just to go on even a weekend type of trip. So I'm going to break this episode out into three little pieces, um, three little chunks. The first one's going to be why, right? Like, why do I do it? Why is it worth it? What have I seen that made me think that this was a good use of my time and energy and money? The second part is going to be how, right? Like, how do I make it work in my schedule with work? How do I, how do I make these trips work since so much time is spent driving? And then the third piece is going to be the expense side, right? Like, how do I justify the expense of all the extra gas to get there, the food and stuff that you're going to have to take to, you know, keep yourself fed throughout the trip? all that sort of stuff. So we're gonna go through all three of those things. If you have questions, definitely post up if you're on YouTube down in the comments below. If you are on the podcast and you're listening, hop over to YouTube and leave a comment. Hop over to a Facebook page. There's links in the description below to all my social channels. Wherever you wanna hang out, I'd love to hear from you. And you will probably see this episode over there too and you could drop a comment there. If you Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I have questions. But let's start with why, right? Why do I go on these trips? Why do I, you know, why last weekend did I wake up at six o'clock in the morning and drive all the way eight hours away to Wisconsin to go overlanding slash camping for a couple nights? You know, overlanders are explorers. That's kind of how I think most of us look at ourselves and not like the Christopher Columbus type of explorer, right? But just like we enjoy going and finding new things. We like trying new foods. We like trying if you're into that kind of thing. I like to try different beers. When I go to Wisconsin, I stop at every gas station and I check out cheese curds, right? Because we don't have those here in Indiana. Not good ones anyways. So like going and exploring, getting to see new sites. Uh, you know, I'll give you a perfect example. When we were in Wisconsin last weekend, there was, when we first pulled into sort of the area that we were going to be in, the road teed 
on another road and straight ahead of us was a giant massive lake and there were trucks parked all over the lake with ice fishing tents out. And I'm like, man, we do not get that in Indiana. You don't get to see an entire lake frozen over with a bunch of vehicles parked on top of it and people ice fishing in January. And then, you know, a little bit later on in that trip, we stopped at a pub for lunch one day and there were people, I kid you not, I'll put video up here, there were people uh, out in go-karts going around a track that they made in the snow on top of a frozen lake. So they're literally racing go-karts around a track that they plowed out on top of a frozen lake. And I could see it out the window of the pub that we were in eating our lunch. So like, again, why go there? Because these things don't happen where I live, right? Like I got to see all this cool new stuff. The, I got to see snowy roads that like down here would never happen. Like they would shut down the whole state if we had as much snow as they had up in Wisconsin. And up there, everybody's just like, yeah, they're in like rear wheel drive sedans driving through it, no problem, 50 miles an hour, right? So you get to see a bunch of stuff. You get to explore, you get to experience new things that maybe you haven't experienced before. And you get a taste of what America has to offer, right? Like what else is there out there that I'm not seeing in my day-to-day -day life? What can I see that's different? You know, and like I mentioned, we went to a couple of restaurants. We went to some pubs and stuff on our way up. I stopped at a couple of different gas stations and liquor stores. We tried out different beer and things like that. So, I mean, you get to try a bunch of new stuff and it's just a whole experience in and of itself. So that is sort of the why, right? Why? Explore, see new things, try new things, get to do things that you don't get to do every day that everybody else isn't necessarily doing because they're just head down focused on, you know, just doing their jobs and missing a lot. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Out of life. So the next part is how. Right, like how do you make it work? And obviously this is gonna depend on a lot of variables, a lot of factors. It depends on your job, it depends on how flexible your job is. You know, some, I, I got a buddy that is a CNC machinist and he works like four days on and then three days off. So for him, it's pretty easy. Even if he was going eight hours away, he could do what I did this last weekend, wake up early on a Friday, get up to, you know, wherever he's going or out to wherever he's going, say eight hours away by mid afternoon and uh, have time to explore a little bit, have time to set up a camp, have time to cook some food, try some beer, do whatever, you know, right? Whatever you wanna do when you're at camp, read a book, watch a show on your phone, anything. Hang out with your kids, hang out with your dog. Um, so, you know, that that is one way to do it depending on your schedule. For me, I have a little bit of flexibility, so luckily I could just kind of work a little bit harder throughout the week and then sort of take off a Friday. And then that's what I did. I took off Friday, I woke up at six o'clock, I drove about 45 minutes across town to meet up with a buddy of mine. We drove about four hours north to meet up with another buddy. And then we drove the last three or four hours up to our kind of destination in Wisconsin. And we got there probably mid-late afternoon and met up with some other people that were coming up there for this Snover Landing event. And, you know, we hung out all weekend. We hit trails on Saturday again. We went to, like I mentioned, that little pub for lunch on Saturday. Then we broke off again. We went back. We had a fire and kind of sat around the fire and just enjoyed our time together. Got to see people that I don't normally get to see, people that I haven't seen in months, you know, even a year for some of these people. So it was really cool to catch up with people, really cool to see people that I hadn't seen, really cool to meet new people that I had seen sort of online digitally but never really met in person before. Um, so that is a lot of, a lot of kind of the reason for pushing through that stuff, right? You know, now if you can't do that, if, if your work schedule is very, very rigid, 
it gets a little trickier, right? Like I'm, I'm going to give you that. If you had to drive eight hours and you left on a Saturday morning and didn't get there till mid to late afternoon on a Saturday night, and then you could only camp and then wake up and drive back. I don't know that I would do that. I think I would want at least two days. So, you know, if you can make that work, if you can just make, you know, a three day weekend by only burning up one vacation day, you can get a pretty good trip in even eight or 10 hours away in three days. Two nights of camping, one whole good day of camping, one whole good day of like hitting trails and exploring, and two nights of camping is a pretty good mix for, you know, at least in my mind, making it worth that kind of a drive. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so then the final sort of part to this is expense, right? So how do you kind of deal with it, right? So if I, if I was going to go two hours away to Hoosier National Forest, it takes me about a tank of gas to go to Na- Hoosier National Forest and back in my truck. So call it 60 bucks, right? Cost me about 60 bucks to go two hours away and two hours back to Hoosier National Forest. So now you take that and do that math in your head, right? If I'm going to go eight hours away, it's going to take four times as much. Cost me about 240 bucks worth of gas just to get up to Wisconsin. Then I drove around all weekend and then I drove back. So I mean, it it definitely costs some money in uh, in fuel costs, right? So that is definitely something to think about. I don't want to be flipping about that. I don't want to be like, oh, it's just money, just do whatever. But here's the other thing though, right? Is a lot of us get caught up in gear, right? A lot of us get caught up in we need that $3,000 or $4,000 rooftop tent. We need those $3,000 set of wheels and tires. We need that $2,000 suspension setup, right? Like we all get kind of caught up in this stuff. We want to modify our rigs and we want to, you know, spend our money on things that we get to keep, right? That are physical things. And that's all true and w- and good. Like that's, that's kind of how my mind works too. I like to buy things that I get to keep versus like spending money on experiences. That's more like my wife's thing. She loves experiences and loves spending money on that sort of stuff. But as I've gotten older, I've kind of started to go more her way where, you know, I am, I am a fan of these experiences. Like this Wisconsin trip last weekend was amazing. I had a great time. I got to meet up with, again, some people that I hadn't seen in a while and kind of catch up and forge stronger friendships with people and, and re-engage with people, which was really awesome. So in that case, the way that I kind of justify and the way that I make it work is I saved a little bit beforehand, right? Like I did a little bit of extra work on the side, a little bit of contract work, things like that. Any way that you can make a few extra bucks to kind of offset the expense of that trip you can do that. And then it's about making decisions, right? So instead of going out and buying, you know, a $500 WeBoost, for example, maybe you say, you know what, I'm going to go on some more trips this next year. I'm not going to buy any new gear. I'm not going to buy big gear. I'm going to just use what I got and I'm going to explore and I'm going to test it out. I'm going to see where my limitations are before I start to purchase stuff. So it's about prioritization a little bit, right? And again, not my place to tell you what to spend money on or anything like that. My advice would be get out as much as you possibly can have experiences, learn about your rig, learn about your gear, figure out what you need before you go start spending the money, even though it's exciting to buy stuff. Do that stuff first. Use your money. 
expend your money for trips and stuff and experiences so that you really make sure this is a good fit for you, right? Make sure that you can deal with cold weather. Make sure you can deal with warm weather. Make sure that, you know, you're comfortable out in the wilderness, kind of out by yourself. Do you like to be alone or do you like to be with people, right? Figure all that stuff out and use your money for the experiences first. And then you can, you know, make better choices for what gear you're going to purchase. Um, another thing too is to not be wasteful with your money, right? So you can sort of lean on local experts. A lot of the times I will do that. I'll either have like a buddy that's in the area and say, hey man, you want to meet up, you know, next weekend and I'll come down and we can go hit some trails and stuff and I'll follow you around. So I'll lean on that local expert or I'll do my own research on like a Facebook group or a forum, that kind of thing, where you can kind of go and learn you know, more about what you want to see and sort of plan out your trip a little bit better so that, again, you're not wasting that time. You're not going to drive 16 hours total and then just kind of sit around camp. You're going to drive 16 hours total, but then you're going to go here and do this and see this and try this restaurant and stop at this, you know, brewery or whatever you want to, whatever you want to do, right? Whatever you're into, check out things that you want to check out, but you can plan out your trip a little bit better, be a little bit more detail oriented on that. And then it makes the expense a little bit more worth it. So again, those were kind of my three reasons why, how, and the expense side of taking longer trips. If you're on YouTube and it was helpful, click that like button. If you're not already, click the subscribe button and the bell to be notified when new videos drop. If you're on the podcast, leave a five-star review if you enjoyed it. I'd appreciate it. Of course, down in the description below will be links to all my other social channels. So wherever you want to hang out, click the links down below and come join the conversation. I'd love to have you. But have a great week and we'll see you next time. <laughs>